0: So if you wanna attract clients on Instagram, I'm gonna share one of the most ridiculous things I want you to avoid at the end of this video. But before we get there, I'm gonna share three really powerful tips to help you maximize what you're doing on Instagram to actually get people to pay you money. Stick with me. Welcome to the Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Uriel Kim here, founder and CEO of Healthpreneur. Hope you're having an amazing day. And in this video, I want to walk you through how to gain clients on Instagram and some stupid stuff to avoid, which I'll share with you at the end of this video. So keep watching. Do not go anywhere. And you might be asking, "Well, Yuri, why should I even listen to you?" Um, so let me give you a little context here. As as of this recording, I have ten thousand four hundred followers on Instagram. So right away, you're like, Yuri, you're not an influencer. You don't have a big following on Instagram. And I'm like, I know, I don't. But what you don't know is that we've generated close to $1 million in the past 18 months just from Instagram alone. Now, that's not our entire business. That's just from Instagram alone. Now, most influencers have, who have millions of followers, I promise you, are not generating anywhere near that amount of revenue. So it's very, very alluring to be sucked into the I need followers and follow like all the nonsense. And I'm here to tell you that you don't need any of that stuff you have to be smart. Okay. So what I want to share with you here is exactly what we've done. And I hope there's some nuances here that you can take into your business that can make a big difference. Now, before we dive into the Instagram, specifically like how to get clients, there's two scenarios here. As of this recording, Instagram is a very tough platform to grow on organically. If you're starting with zero followers today, good luck. Seriously. Like if you're starting at zero, you might as well just start on TikTok because like, as of this recording, TikTok is probably the only platform organically where you can grow. So I'll give an example. I grew to more than 10,000 followers on TikTok in two months, even though that's not a huge growth compared to some others, but whatever, 10,000 followers on TikTok in two months. And it took nearly three and a half years to crack 10,000 followers on Instagram for our business. Now we help health professionals, right? So it's a smaller niche. If you're helping people improve, you know, the way they look, the weight loss, et cetera, there's obviously a bigger market for that. The challenging piece though, is you're fighting an algorithm that is working against you. Unless you have a big following already, it's pretty tough to gain traction on Instagram. So what I'm going to share with you here is with that considered, it doesn't matter if you have a thousand followers or a million followers, I want to help you squeeze juice, more juice out of the lemon. Because the chase for followers is it's, it's, it's like running towards the horizon. It's never enough and you'll never get there. Um, but the key is, well, what if you had 1,000 followers? And what if you could really just get the most out of those 1,000 followers? And when I say get the most out of, I really mean provide the most to. And as a result, you know, you benefit as well. So that's, that's a bit of context. Um, okay, so let's dive into this. Number one thing and this is my philosophy, is that you should provide useful contents on your Instagram channel. Now, I'm not a 20 year old hot chick with big boobs and a booty. That's not my content strategy. I don't take pics of me in a bikini, although that would be hilarious if I did. But you know what I mean? I'm not taking pics of my ripped body. That's not my strategy. Now, if you have that asset, if you have that asset, if you are a smoking hot female or a muscular ripped dude, hey, Instagram's a visual platform. Might as well use it, right? Because listen, sex sells and that will definitely stop people in the scroll. I'm not saying don't do that, but you gotta provide useful content because if your feed is just TNA, I mean like really like what's the point? Um, I find it absolutely hilarious reading some of the captions where it's like, you know, a booty pick, the person, the girl's leaning over her booty, you know, whatever. And then she's talking about like failure in life and optimism. I'm like, what the is going on here? I don't know. That's just, am I the only one here? Like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm Will Ferrell in Zoolander. It's like, I feel like I'm on crazy pills. Anyways. That's what I feel like sometimes going through Instagram. So when I say provide useful content, I mean like, at the end of the day, no one cares about you. No one cares about me, no one cares about your stuff. They care about themselves. Let me give you an example of this. Lewis Hamilton, who is the winningest Formula One driver of all time. He's got a big following, I can't even remember, maybe whatever it is, several tens of millions of people on Instagram. One day, Uh, He had an amazing, heartfelt post about his dad. It was just beautiful, beautiful. And nice picture, really inspiring. Had a lot of engagement, a lot of comments. The next day, he posted a giveaway where he was giving away a pair of Bose headphones because he had a a relationship. I think they're one of of the sponsors. So he was giving away three sets of Bose headphones. Now, here's the cool thing, is that that post had about three times as much engagement in terms of comments than the previous post did about his father. And it's just such a great reminder that people only care about themselves. So when you are posting content, you always have to think about WIIFM. What's in it for me? The viewer, the person reading through this stuff. Why do I care about your ass? Why should I care about your quote? Why do I care about your video? It always needs to be about the viewer, the prospect, them, not you. So when I say provide useful content, whether using a picture of yourself or something else, make it useful for your perfect client, for your target audience, something that like can make their day a little bit better because most people don't feel that great when they leave social media. I've never met anyone who says, you know what? I feel a lot better after going on Instagram for five minutes. Never, I don't know about you. So that's the first thing. Second thing is polarize to monetize. I have a client who's a naturopathic doctor, just such a smart person. And she has been very opinionated with everything that's happened with COVID, and et cetera. But not in a um, conspiracy theory perspective. Like, here's the actual science. Here's what the real like, British medical journal, Lancet, New England Journal of Medicine is showing about X, Y, and Z. And she had 103,000 followers on Instagram, super engaged audience. Like she'd built a very, very large, um, business because, and large, a lot of it was from her Instagram following because every single time she posted something, everyone was like, the Messiah has spoken. And the reason for that is because she polarizes and she's very opinionated about stuff and she attracts to her the exact people who resonate at that frequency and repels everyone else. Now, does she get some hate? For sure. Does she get people saying she's full of shit? For sure. Listen, you gotta get over that because if you're trying to please everyone, you will end up pleasing no one. If you stand for nothing, you will fall for everything. You need to take a stand. You need to believe in something. You need to share your beliefs more than what you know. I think great marketing is that. Great marketing is not, we talked about the first piece, like providing useful content. If you only provide useful content, you're just vanilla. Great marketing is sharing your beliefs, your philosophies, sharing your Kool-Aid, not just like five ways to use coconut oil. Okay. There's enough of that nonsense on Google. So you have to polarize. You have to share your opinions. You have to take a stance. You got to say, listen, I believe in this. I don't believe in this. And if it pisses people off, congratulations. What that's going to do is it's going to let people know who you are as a brand and do they fit in that brand or do they not. And that's great. If you don't help people without hair, amazing. Am I, am I going to get pissed off? Well, that's my issue. It has nothing to do with you. But you know, we have people all the time that are like, like, oh, you don't work with beginners? Uh, this is an outrage. I'm like, I don't work with people who don't understand how to help people. That's what I'm saying. Like, why Why should I take your money? Why is that a problem? Uh, you don't help people with MLM. How? How dare you? It's not that I don't. It's that I don't want to because I understand who I can and cannot help. If you have a problem with that, like go somewhere else, right? There's other people that serve that uh, well, you know, uh, like whatever, like who cares, right? Who cares? You have to be true to you. And I think one of the most important lessons I can share with you in business is the truer you can be to who you truly are and really sharing your authentic voice, the better you're going to feel on a daily basis. And the better the people that you're going to attract into your world are going to be, because now they're going to resonate with you. If you show up as a synthetic version of yourself, you're going to attract synthetic people to you. Now that's obviously a metaphor. What I'm saying is that if you're not your true self, you're not going to attract the right people to you. You're going to attract clients that are just like a pain in the ass or they're not your perfect client. And that's all because you're not authentic. As soon as you start speaking your truth, as soon as you start being who you are, and all of us have opinions, all of us have a stance on something. It's those who are willing to take a stand and like Shout that stuff from the mountaintop who are going to attract the right people because people follow passion. And if there's no stance on something, if there's no polarization, there's no passion. There's no passion. There's no following. If there's no following, there's no clients from Instagram. Okay. So polarize to monetize. It doesn't matter if you have a thousand followers or a million followers, you need that engagement, right? If you post something on, if you've got a million followers and you post something on Instagram and you have two comments, Uh, There's something going on there. There's, that's not, it's not engagement. You might as well have a hundred followers. It's all about the engagement ratio, which is if you've got a thousand followers and you get 200 comments, that's, that's impressive, right? So building that engagement is huge. And the way you build engagement is by cultivating that tribe, right? And, And sharing stuff that people can identify with and they can get behind or that, like it gets them riled up, okay? And then provide useful stuff in addition to that. So that's the second piece. And then the third piece is when we we talk about moving from the content side of things to the actual conversion of like turning followers into clients is understanding that conversions come from conversations. I, it took me again, three years to get to 10,000 followers on Instagram. So we never had the swipe up feature. And what's funny is that the swipe up, hasn't really done anything for our business other than like, Hey, new YouTube video, swipe up and go look at it. Like, but in terms of getting clients, it's not like, Hey, if you want to work with me, swipe up and go to this booking page conversions come from conversations. So what I mean by that is do your best to give in public and sell in private, give all of your best stuff in the feed, in the stories, etc. build that like no, like, and trust And what's going to happen is people are are going to start engaging with you. They're going to like something. They're going to comment. They're going to drop you a DM. And that's your opportunity right there to start a conversation. Okay. So here's an example of what this might look like. So let's say that um, Joe leaves a comment on uh, a recent post on my feed. I might reach out to Joe, message him in the DM on Instagram and say, hey, Joe, thanks so much for commenting on my recent post. It really means a lot. That's it, that's it, okay? I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just saying, hey, I appreciate your comments. Now, what is Joe gonna do if he is a normal human being? He's gonna respond by saying, hey man, you're welcome, love your stuff. That's what a normal human does. Someone who's not normal just ignores the comments altogether. And guess what you do? You just move on and delete them. Because if you are going to start to use conversations, and what I'm I'm getting to here is conversations in the DM on on Instagram, is the number one thing you have to look for are people who are friendly and willing to engage in a dialogue. So if they don't have the audacity to just even acknowledge your comments or your response or your DM, whatever, next, move on. So Joe responds, hey, man, thanks too much. Love your stuff. All right. Now we have a whole process called the conversational close, which is something we give all of our clients. And it's just, it's a game changer for them. But I want to share a few things here. So you start the conversation like a normal human being. Hey, thanks for the comments. Really enjoy, you know, really appreciate you engaging with my stuff. Joe's like, yeah, love your stuff. Thanks for sharing. Cool. Hey, Joe, I noticed I'm going to go to Joe's profile and I'm going to notice, I'm going to have a look at his little description if there is one. Hey, Joe, notice you're a chiropractor. What's your specialty? Question mark. Hey, Yuri, I specialize in back pain. Cool. That's amazing. Great. You're doing amazing work in this world. Is most of your work in the clinic, or do you also help people virtually? And now you can see, now we're getting into a conversation, and obviously there's a there's a bit of a strategic flow to how to do this, but it's not manipulation, okay? I want you to understand that this conversation is all about asking Questions to help you assess whether this person is, you know, falling in the category of the type of client that you can serve. Okay. So the key with this is really understanding that the conversions are not going to come from click this link, go to my page and buy something or book a call. It's going to be about really filtering and qualifying people in the DMs, having conversations where they feel heard and understood. And if they're a good fit, saying, hey, like, you know, would you like some help with this? And they're like, sure, cool. Well, I think the next step would be for us to jump on the phone. Is it okay if I send you my booking link? They're like, yeah, for sure, that'd be awesome. Cool, here's the link. Let me know when you grab the time this week. Sound good? They're like, awesome. And then you get on the phone with them, and there you go. And so that is how you take your following, whether it's 100, 1,000, whatever many people on Instagram, and the key, is you have to understand this one really, really important facet to this. And I've talked about this in previous videos, which by the way, after this video, watch some of my other videos on how to get clients, cause I'm gonna talk more specifically about this. We'll link up to that in the description, is if you are using organic content, like social media, for instance, to get clients, you have to understand there's gonna be time and energy involved in that. You can't just post and leave and hope for the best. The field of dreams doesn't exist online, okay? So there's there's no like a baseball diamond in the middle of Iowa where people are just gonna come to you. That, that never happens online. You need to be proactive and you need to work your ass off if you're doing what I'm suggesting. Now, the alternative is to be a lot smarter and you build out a perfect client pipeline, which is what you know all of our clients do. But if you have a social following, you gotta do this, right? What I'm sharing with you, or you have someone on your team trained to do what I'm sharing with you. It's a bit of work, but listen, you got to work at something, right? So every person who engages on your post, you send them a DM. That's it, and then you start this conversation. You're like, "Hey, Yuri, that sounds like a lot of work. It is. Get over it." I mean, you got to do the things that most people are not willing to do if you want to have the life most people are only you know only wish for. The reason that most people don't do this is because it requires time and effort. But you got to be con- you got to be committed to your vision, man. Like. If you don't want your vision bad enough, you're gonna just say, like, I don't have time for this. It's too much. If you don't have time for this, you're not gonna have time for your future. If you don't have time for this, you gotta be watching my other videos on how to build a perfect client pipeline and you have to be willing to spend money to acquire clients. That's the only way around this. You either use sweat equity or you use actual equity to attract clients. You, there's no in-between. There's no like, I'm gonna post something and everyone sees my stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a beautiful website designed for five, you know, ten thousand dollars and people are gonna find it no one's going to see your website. No one ever. Okay. Unless you spend a tremendous amount of time and money to build SEO and all that kind of stuff to that website. So just a bit of a reality check, just in case you've been living in La La land. So anyways, that's how to get clients from Instagram. Number one is you post useful stuff. Number two is you polarize, to monetize. And number three, understanding that conversions come from conversations. The purpose of your content is to then move people into the DM to start conversations from those people that have engaged on your stuff. Now, if you're in Instagram stories, you can ask like, hey, I'm looking for five people who want X, Y, Z, if you'd like in, send me a DM. Or uh, you put up a poll, uh, I don't know, like what's your favorite uh, blender, Vitamix or Blendtec? They respond Vitamix, boom, you can just now respond to those people, be like, hey, guess what? I've got a 50% off coupon for Vitamix, do you want it? Or whatever, like you get what I'm saying? Like you can use prompts to start conversations. It's manual. It takes a bit of effort, but I promise you, we've done more than a million, almost a million dollars in revenue in a year and a half just doing what I'm sharing with you here on Instagram. Now, I mentioned earlier that there's some stupid stuff out there that I think is absolutely ridiculous, and this is my personal opinion. It drives me absolutely crazy. It makes me want to take a hammer and smash my phone when I see this stuff, and I see smart people doing stupid things, and this is one of them. Whenever this came out, these reels came out, everyone started doing these frigging videos where it's like, huh, huh, huh. Pointing at little like thought bubbles. Okay, like, oh my God, I'm gonna barf if I see more of that stuff. Number one, if that's your jam, amazing, do it, okay? But you gotta own that. If it's not your jam and you think you need to do that because that's what everyone else is doing, that's what you need to stop. Because that is the shit that is just so transparently ridiculous that is not helping anyone, okay? So Instagram Reels is a relatively new feature that they really promoted to compete with TikTok. And then they came out with broadcast rooms to compete with Clubhouse. So just understand this, is that the newest feature on Instagram is gonna be the feature that they're gonna favor. And they're gonna favor that feature. So if you got into Reels relatively early, you probably got a lot more traction than if you posted in your feed. Same thing happened with IG stories, right? They promoted stories and they gave it a lot more visibility and impressions because it was a new feature that they wanted people to, uh, to adopt. So the one thing I'll, I'll suggest as I'm closing here is on Instagram, whatever the newest feature becomes or the newest thing they release, you may wanna get on that early if it's your thing and take advantage of that because it's gonna give you the, the the probably the only organic growth relatively quickly on a platform that has a massive algorithm working against you. So anyways, I hope this video has found you well. Again, we've been talking about how to gain clients on Instagram. If you've enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. And just below in the description, be sure to watch the next video on how to get clients online. I hope you enjoyed this, watch the next video. I'll see you there and uh, have an awesome day. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Health Printer Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review, if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me, I am at Printer, And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube, just search Health Printer, and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.